Hello, you mindful mamas, and welcome back to another episode of the Enlightened Hood podcast, where I share real motherhood stories and empower the soul of the mother through mindfulness and spirituality. On today's episode, we are talking about how to date yourself with the amazing ray of sunshine, Kelly Whalen. Kelly shares how she started dating herself and what it's done for her as a mama, and she shares kind of her guidelines of how you can go on a date with yourself and why it's so important. So I challenge you after listening to today's podcast, the weekend is coming up, find a few hours where you can just go out by yourself and do something fun and something that you choose to do, something that's going to bring you joy and light up your soul so you can come back refreshed, revitalized, and really just have that quiet alone time. So that's my challenge for you today. Tag in Lightning and let us know this weekend how you are dating yourself. It's funny because while I was listening back to this podcast, I was thinking, oh, hey, I'm going to go to Starbucks later and I'm going to try to cure my writer's block, which we also talk about in this episode. But then it's funny because Kelly says uh, it shouldn't be Starbucks. You need to do something more, something bigger for yourself than just going to a coffee shop. So again, I challenge you find that time this weekend to go on a date with yourself and let us know what you did. So if you want to know more about dating yourself, here's Kelly. Anyway, dating yourself. Let's get back. (laughs) Do you take yourself out on dates? I do. And I was just thinking as I was um, kind of thinking about what to, you know, about talking to you, I need one. I feel like I need one again. Mm -hmm. The summer's a good time, I think, um, to do it because there's lots more options. And I think Mm -hmm. there's more opportunities for you to... I don't know, like everything's open. The days are longer. It feels like you feel like leaving your house. I mean, like, as you know, we don't live in a part of the country that's um, 70 degrees all the time. So spring and summer and early fall for me, at least, you know, I want to be out doing Mm -hmm. stuff from morning till night. So I am due for sure for a date and I, it's going to have to be a beach date. This is usually the, the kind I like to go on, but Mm. Yeah. I've been kind of forcing myself to do, and I, and I'll talk about this a little bit, but you have to force yourself to do it. I think it'll never just like happen or I don't know, at least for me, it won't. These things don't just present themselves. You have to really schedule it. But, um, even just making myself do like a break in the middle of the day where I just go and I don't know if it's like walk through home goods. It doesn't have to be this like crazy thing, but I did it the other day. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go and walk through home goods because there's something that I, like I needed washcloths, but I just stayed there and just walked around slowly mm-hmm. by myself. So yeah, I consider that a little, little speed dating. <laughs> I love that so much. When did you start dating yourself? I, I think I have done this. I really started calling it that probably a year ago, but I, um, and it was like in the middle of one of these little like day trips that I would take by myself. And I thought like, I'm kind of dating myself. I'm (laughs) out to lunch. Like I picked a nice table, picked a nice place to eat. Um, but I really have been doing it ever since the kids were born And and I have an 11 year old and a six year old. So it's been a while since I've not been a mom, let's say, but for sure 
um, I would just, and it started with like me just taking like drives because I just mm. needed to get out of the house by yeah. myself. And I like to drive. So I would just go and just drive and it would kind of like lead me. And I would just kind of like go wherever I felt like. And I think it was a little bit of that, like what I get to choose. And that's the whole theme of this is like learning to just listen to what might be next or listening to what you like or don't like, or like listening again to what you like, because I said, moms, I think we get to the point where we push ourselves back down the back in line or back down the totem pole so far that mm-hmm. I think you get to a point where you forget even what it is that you actually like, not like you as a group like, or what everybody's going yeah. to be cool with, uh, mm-hmm. but more like, what do I want to do? What, if I actually could pick and nobody else had an opinion, like, what is that? So yeah, I think that's where it came from when I was sitting outside and I was at like a little beach town and I was having lunch and I'm like, I'm kind of on a date with myself <laughs> because this feels special, you know? I do that. I think I have weekly dates with myself where I take myself to Whole Foods and buy myself flowers. Oh my gosh. I love that. See? Yeah. Right. Yes. And fresh flowers, again, something you would do on a date, but like. Yeah. You can't wait for somebody else to buy them. I mean, it, exactly. it never happens. So it never you pick the ones, exactly the ones you like mm-hmm. and the colors, you know, you want in your house right now. Or mm-hmm. I've been on a huge peony kick lately. Mm. Yeah. So I get them once a week and then they're tight bulbs. And then by the end of the week, they're their huge expansive self. And oh my gosh, I just stare at them all day. Yes. Yes. Even if yeah. that's the only thing you do for yourself each week. Yeah. So did you start to notice any changes in you as a mom once you started dating yourself? Oh my gosh, for sure. I mean, I would definitely come back nicer. Um, And I also found myself more, I mean, this is with anything, but much more relaxed. I found myself and I would get ideas for the kids too, when I'd be out doing the things like, oh, we could do that or we could do that. And I think I just felt myself, everything that you know, and this is even if you just go and do a yoga class, at least for me, it is, or go work out or whatever it is for you. Um, because it's whatever it is for. And I think that's the key It's whatever you're doing for you. But mm-hmm. I would come back from these dates, first of all, like really inspired creatively. I'm a graphic designer too. So I definitely need those visual like breaks yet yeah. space to kind of look and see what's around. Um, I would have ideas about my business. I would have like I said, ideas for the kids. I would come back not as worried about all the things that I thought I was worried about before these little dates. And, you know, and let's get real, like preparing for the date, like especially to be away for an entire day mm-hmm. can be stressful sometimes because you're trying to get everybody ready to, for you to be away or whatever it is for you and you get yourself to actually separate. Mm-hmm. So it was always almost two or three times nicer coming back I was so relaxed because I don't know if it's like you wind up the ball and then you let it go or wind up like the toy and let it go and it was just like a release so yes so many benefits I think and again um I like I I had just said it you find yourself even if it's just for a couple moments um Mm -hmm. I really think you need that to be able to entertain other little beings you know, 
and just not having to not, I make sure when I date myself too, that I am getting fed. Like there's no packing a lunch or any of that nonsense. Like every meal is out (laughs) and it can be a smoothie or something, but it's like, it's intentional and it's a treat and it's, um, and a treat in that I'm not cutting anything up and somebody's serving me and it's exactly where and when I want to eat and all that stuff too. So that's so nice. Yeah. Do you get any weird, weird looks eating by yourself yeah, at a restaurant? I, yeah, I think that might've been the biggest hurdle. And I, I had traveled um, a little bit when I worked, I worked um, for Aetna and, mm-hmm. uh, and did some kind some traveling with that job. So there were times when I would have to find dinner by myself or something. And I would actually go out instead of like doing room service or stuff like that. So I think mm. I was training myself a little bit to do that. But it is one of those things that I think is a big hurdle for people is eating alone. And I think lunch sometimes is easier because mm-hmm. people don't think it's so weird or whatever if you're by yourself for lunch. But dinner was always a little tricky and always still is like, is this going to look weird if I'm by myself? People are going to have, especially if you're sitting at the bar, you know, like, yeah. and that's okay. It's fine. But mm-hmm. it was something there's a consideration for sure. And I don't know if guys have that consideration. I think they can belly up to a bar and be fine alone. Yeah. But I think as women, we're like, is somebody going to think I want to be like, I want to be picked up or. (laughs) Yeah. Or they think like, why is that lady alone? Or yeah. Yeah. Does your husband date himself? No, I, he, you know what he does? He like, um, as we were talking about his, his Godzilla guys, he goes on like comic book store, um, outings, like he'll go Uh, browse things like that. But he, he works for himself. So he has, he does have a lot of alone time. So I wonder if he doesn't crave it as much because he's not with small people all the time. And Mm. I don't even think you need to have small people. I think women or just anybody needs to do this, but I don't know if they, if he craves as much, I think he actually likes being with people because he's alone so often. Makes sense. He does go on, he does go on trips by himself sometimes though. Like he'll extend them and he'll go do stuff when he's away. Yeah. I think it's so important to be able to give each other that space to do that and know that it's for the good of the family. Yes, (laughs) it's so true. And I think that what, if they see you come back, you know, nicer and patient, more patient, and you get that like look in your your eye again that you're like a human, but, you know, because they see you, they see you when mm-hmm. you're like drowning in it. Um, and I think when they see you and you and your you, your face has like relaxed and everything, it helps so much um, mm-hmm. to let you go again, <laughs> you know, to be okay with <laughs> you going again. And I know, especially when you're a mom, that you that you have to ask a lot of other people to be able to do these kinds of things. Um, but it's so, it's so worth it. It's so worth the ask and just the time that you take to do it. And it, you know, and it can be just starting out being just a meal. Like you said, like just going out for lunch by yourself. Cause I know a lot of people, a lot of my girlfriends are like, I don't know if I've ever like eaten by myself. I'm like, girls, mm. But like not anything like real, not like not Starbucks or, you know, or something where you're just right. stopping in, but 
Yeah. Yeah. I think it's imperative. I think that's a very good challenge for the listeners this week. I think so too. Right. Go do something by yourself. No kids. Are there any other requirements? No Starbucks? No Starbucks. No, it has to be. I think it also, I think one of the requirements has to be something that you don't usually do. And it can be something Mm -hmm. you enjoy, but I think you have to push yourself a little bit. And I think it has to be like at least an hour. So it's not like 10 minutes because that's like, like I said, that's like borderline speed dating. It has to be like Mm -hmm. an hour or two, like two would be great because you can actually breathe. It takes you half an hour sometimes to just like realize where you are and feel Mm -hmm. yourself start to release your shoulders and be breathing normally because you're so used to running, watching, you know, handling (laughs) something. Besides buying yourself a meal, do you have any other rituals that you do on your date? I, I always make sure that I, um, that I like dress up and I don't mean like super fit, you know, like super fancy, but that it's not just throwing something on and going out like that it has like this, again, like this intentionality of it. So it's a special day Wear something that makes you feel beautiful. And it doesn't have to be something super, um, like I said, super fancy, but something that makes you feel good. And I I don't know, maybe if it's something that it's actually new or something that you would, maybe something that you would normally use when you're presenting yourself in front of other people or a partner on a date or something. But, um, I think that's important to, Mm. to include that. Yeah. Yeah. Because then when you feel it, then when you feel yourself, then you really start to feel it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It's Monday. Oh my god! And it sets the whole tone. It sets the whole yeah. tone. Like if you were dating somebody else, how you mm-hmm. present yourself sets the tone. Where you decide to go sets the tone. Um, you know the fact that you actually put effort into picking a spot. I think that's important too. I think mm-hmm. it isn't something that you should do spontaneously necessarily. I think it's something that you should plan so that you're not sitting in the car for a half an hour going like we're where should I go? What? Cause I've tried that. It doesn't work. <laughs> that would be me. Yeah. It totally, because I think you catch yourself like, wait, I'm alone. I can choose. So, you know, like plan it, like set it up and you don't have to have like 15 minute blocks of every, of itinerary, but like, this is where I'm going. This is what I'm doing. Um, I'm taking a notebook or I'm not, or, you know, so. I think that's important. So in between your dates, when you're kind of feeling worn down and you might not have some time for a while, do you do anything to kind of help you make it through to that next date? Till I could get, till I could get my time away. Yeah. Um, Yes, I do. Even just if I take a book and go read outside somewhere, I think being outside too is super mm-hmm. important or in a super quiet spot. And it, and I tell people this too. I'm like, don't, it, not anything that's like self-help books or mom books. I mean, like fluff books even, or something that you really enjoy. Like I, I enjoy like beach fluff romance novels, but 
So they're like my complete getaway. Mm. So even if you have to yeah. lock yourself in a room, that's one thing for sure that I do. Um, as, as I think of like a getaway, I, um, I'll research things too. Like I'll just kind of start looking, you know, for like my next idea or where I want to go. And that helps too, to kind of fill the, not fill the gap, but like not have that, um, not have that like missing, like come up and start to like make me angry or cranky or, you know. And it gives you something to look forward to. Exactly. Exactly. And then the days when you are planning, you're like, oh, I remember I wanted to do that. That's right. So let's do that this time. Do you have a little notebook or anywhere you keep all your ideas? I do. I I mean, and I'll just write them sometimes. I should actually do that. I should have a special like date yourself notebook. I'm going to do that. I love that. Totally doing that. Any excuse to buy a new notebook? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I am such a pen, uh, like a pen and paper person too. Me like, too. Everybody's trying to get me to do everything digitally. And I just can't, I can't, I just can't do it. <laughs> I, I tried everybody. I tried. Yeah. My husband and I both have a, a huge notebook problem. And I think we <laughs> just have boxes and boxes. But then he also has a backpack problem. So I'm like, are you going to put all your notebooks in your backpacks or how is that going to go? But I totally get the writing it down. Or does he need them to like, does he need that backpack at the ready for like when he's doing whatever he's doing? I don't know. He just likes them. I, yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> the silly things. But, and then I okay. don't even, I just jump around from notebook to notebook and I probably will never even read them. That's my So problem. do I. So guilty of that. So mm-hmm. guilty. In fact, I have like two in front of me right now. I don't know why. And then I, I'll put like stuff that I print out in the notebooks. So mm-hmm. I don't actually have folders. So it's like a hot mess when they come yes. out of my, yeah. my current, like I have a current stash of notebooks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, I have one good notebook that I keep right here next to where I record my podcast. So whenever someone says something or recommends something, I can write it down. And that's the only one I've been consistently using. Other than that, I'm also a hot mess in the notebook <laughs> department. <laughs> you know what's funny? Because you said you kept them. I do keep them, but I have found I don't read them again. No, there's just so, so much space. I've gotten, re- I have gotten better at like throwing them out because I've noticed because it's been years of this mm-hmm. that I don't read them. So I'm like, okay, it's just whatever you needed to get out of your, and I think that's like what it is. It's just mm-hmm. getting it out of my head. Sometimes I'll reference stuff, but if there's anything that I really need to know, it usually gets done mm-hmm. and it's over. Yeah. Um, or I put it, um, cause Instagram kind of has become like my journaling of both mm-hmm. my family life and, um, you know, business life and stuff too. So sometimes I just go there if I need to find a reference, but mm. it's hard. It's hard to part with your, with your writings. I know. And I like to write stuff down, but then I can also type so much faster now that my, and my brain works so fast. So when I'm trying to brain dump, I like to type it out, but then it just feels so much better to write it out. Yeah, I know. But then I don't write enough. So then it starts to hurt after <laughs> a little bit. I'm like, right. why, did I, why did I just type this? <laughs> uh, I wrote my husband. I, uh, so we, um, 
read the five love languages and we realized that both of ours are words of affirmation. Oh, that's nice. I love so, that, by the way, that book. Oh my yeah, gosh. It's great. So then for Father's Day, I wrote him a letter. And, but it was so by the second page, I was like, oh God, this hurts so bad. (laughs) (laughs) And I haven't, I don't think I've written anything since like January, maybe, maybe a few things here or there. But since I left work, I mean, I don't really, I spend my whole day with the baby or on the computer typing. So right really write anything. Right. Oh, my wrist is really out of shape. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. I'm probably going to butcher this, but there is a scientific reason why it's good to still actually write things. I think it, um, there's some kind of brain, there actual is an advantage for your brain and I forget what it is, but, um, and maybe, you know, cause I, I, again, I hear these things and I'm like, mm, well, that's, I like that. Why? Yeah. Why? It makes sense. I would believe it. And I'm sure it's true, but I think I've heard that before. Yeah. The, um, there's a book called the artist's way and she, has you doing that. I think it's for the first like two months. You're supposed to wake up every morning and just write mm. like whatever is there yeah. for you. And, um, and her thing is it's a clearing for sure yeah. because you can't um, be creative when you're full of all the things right. that you don't really, yeah. serve, doesn't really serve you. So I love that. And I have found that if I'm stuck on anything, I just write. Mm-hmm which is different though than typing because it, it actually has to, I think, go from brain to hand and out. That makes sense. I think, but you said you're doing a brain dump. You're still doing that. It's still hand. Yeah. Just fingers more. True. <laughs> but actually when I was in undergrad, I was a screenwriting, screenwriting. I was a screenwriting major. And uh, for my senior capstone course, our professor had us do that every morning that we had to sit and write for at least 10 minutes every single morning. And Ah. my best writing came during that semester because I was just getting out all the weird stuff that was blocking all the really good stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. And I, I resist it too. I mean, I still do. It is, it is definitely not something that I, I can't say I enjoy it yet. I like it when I'm done, but Mm. to do it is like, I have to really force myself. I don't know what that is. There's something there that just doesn't want to be discovered. Probably Mm -hmm. self-limiting belief somewhere you got going on. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's some kind of gross. Yeah. Bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. And I was actually just thinking that the only time I really do write is after sometimes I do like channeling meditations Mm. right from that. But then it just scribbles. It's all right. It's out. Yeah. I've been trying to write a lot more, but it's so hard as being in the fourth trimester. And then I have had just instances of sitting down and writing something that's flowed, but I've also had just instances of staring at a cursor being like, okay, come to me, inspiration and nothing, just nothing. And like for, I have so many blogs that I've wanted to write for Enlightenhood and so many different things that are literally just have the first sentence started. And then I haven't gotten further than that. Yeah. It's hard. Maybe it's just not the time right now. That's what I thought. Okay. Then I wrote a blog for my friend, Caitlin. So she has a blog called This Mama Is. And I sat down and wrote it during dinner just in one sitting. That was the first time I was really able to just sit down and write something. Yeah. But 
I think right now I'm kind of playing to my other strengths in terms of just other media things. Some of the writing has kind of taken a backseat, which is okay. I mean, I think everything has its time. Oh, for sure. Nurture and cultivate it here and there, but. For sure. And somebody told me when the kids, when my, my, my kids were little, that they develop too, so that they develop either physically or they develop verbal and I guess it was verbal versus physical kind of stuff or not, not just verbal, but any kind of like brain development that wasn't physical, which is I'm doing a terrible job of talking about it, but (laughs) they're learning how to walk. Right. Not at the same time, also learning how to form words Mm. like that, which was great because there were times where you'd be like, why is, why is he not talking and everybody else is, you know, cause that craziness. So I wonder if it's the same way. So if you're pursuing speaking as a form of, um, you know, communication, and that's where your energy is going, then the writing just might, it just might not be able to do it all at the same time. That's true. That makes a lot of sense. And I love that when somebody told me that I was like, thank you, because it just took that mama crazy out of that particular subject. Yeah. You know? That applies to everything. It's just not spreading yourself too thin. Yeah. Yeah. And then going on a date with yourself. Right. And then going on a date with yourself. <laughs> Full circle, right? <laughs> Maybe that's a good thing. Right. So like, well, the, I guess the question, I'm just going to say, when, when is a good time to date yourself? I think regularly for sure. But I was just going to say, I think definitely when you feel it, like, yeah. Um, I can't stand anybody right now. I don't want to do anything. I feel, you know. Yeah. It almost has to be before that point of cracking and explosive anything. I know. And I think, I think you're a hundred percent right. So I guess like being aware of some of those triggers. Yeah. Cause I can start to know when I, when I need a break or I need, or I'm not feeling very creative or I'm not feeling like you said, like, I don't, I, I'm sitting down trying to write and I can't do it. Or, you know, when you're not flowing, maybe that's just as simple as that. So you're not flowing it, whatever it is that you usually flow with. Um, it's probably a really good time to start planning that day. Yeah, no. And I like what you said about knowing your triggers, because I think that's, especially in mindfulness, that's definitely something that it teaches us is knowing those emotions and recognizing those emotions and leaning into them. And then once those are recognized, being able to be present in the moment and make a decision that, okay, I have to do something about it before it goes to the next level. Right. Right. Where you're apologizing or yeah, (laughs) got yourself in trouble or Mm -hmm. right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it's all a practice. Yeah. So uh, much of a practice, but it's nice that this could be a solution, you know, cause if you have sometimes, and when we were talking about before about doing research and having something to look, um, to in the future, if you know that like next Wednesday is your date day, this happens to me, even if I'm dating Tom, you know, if I'm dating my husband, like if we're going to go out on Friday night, it's like, okay, all right, whatever's coming at me from here. And it's Monday, you know, from here until Friday, Mm-hmm. I've got that out there. So if you know, next Wednesday, like I said, you're dating yourself, like everything else changes up until that yep. point. Yep. And that happens with anything. Mm-hmm. You know, you put yourself in a class or, you know, you know, you have a babysitter for two hours just to do, yeah. to clean the house. It's like, 
the toilet doesn't look as gross if you know that Friday you can take you can take care of it. Mm-hmm. Like, but if you don't know, at least this was what it is that way for me. If I don't know when I'm going to be able to take care of this stuff, that's most of where my craziness comes from. Mm, if I get angry unknown. or whatever, yeah, it's just in the unknown. So, um, I think that that just in itself of having something scheduled can be life giving in the in between. I've always been that way. And I don't know if that was something that my parents instilled with me, or I just kind of realized what that was something I needed myself, but I've always been something to look forward to. So I've always been the one to have the whiteboard calendar and I have special days marked on us and I cross them off as we go, like counting down, getting there. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I know. Maybe you need to make one of those. We used to make those chains. Like, I guess we did it like an advent or something. Mm. I guess that's where they started. Yes. Somebody did that for their Disney trip. And I was like, that's brilliant. That's that a visual that I would need. Like rip it off one more day. Yes. And you're, like cross it off the calendar. Love it. I think we did that in elementary school for the going like each day, counting down till summer. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Maybe we should do that. That's a good one. I just can't now with a newborn, I can't with like sustain that. Like my ca- little calendar on my sink oh. still says that it's February. Something. Oh, right. Like <laughs> you lost all sense of, because you've also lost all sense of night and day. Yes. Like, wait, um, is it, is it Monday? Did we start a new day or is it? <laughs> yeah. Thank God for having things in my calendar because it's funny that we were doing this podcast at five 30 and I was sitting on my couch. It was five. I was like, Oh my God, is it at five o'clock? <laughs> it was today, right? <laughs> Uh, I have done that so many times or just I have this constant feeling that I've forgotten to do something oh yeah just at all times and I've never forgotten anything in my entire life and I can't tell you how many things I've forgotten in the last 12 weeks (laughs) that's because right you're on somebody else's schedule and your brain is also trying to do I know all the things and recalibrate itself my dad's retired and he always sends me funny messages throughout the day and he also listens. So shout out to my dad, but <laughs> thanks, dad. <laughs> he was telling me how he, he was pretty sure that he couldn't find any, I think it was a book on mindfulness and that he thought he had put it in the refrigerator. <laughs> and I was like, well, I put a bag of chips in the refrigerator this morning. So we all have our thing. So no judgments here. <laughs> right. No, not even. <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, yeah. I can't tell you how many times. So I've been making, trying to get back just into working out. And of course, then when I found out what I had mono, that was like, nope. Okay. We're just going to oh, slow right. down. But anyway, I was making protein shakes and I can't tell you how many times I almost scooped formula like into my almond milk. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Or coffee yep. grounds. That's mm-hmm. another one that's good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just when you go and through the motions. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like muscle memory now. <laughs> Whatever is scoopable and dumpable is just going yep. in. Yeah. And you're so used to doing that. Yes. Uh, mom life. <laughs> now I have to plan my date this week. Yeah. I was going to the chiropractor count. <laughs> it does if you add something before or after it. I'll let you, I'll let you do that, but <laughs> yes. Yeah, self-care. Most of my outings recently have all been doctor, doctor doctor-based. Yeah. 
like going to get her shots or going to the chiropractor or doing the checkup. Right. I don't get out much. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. It's totally, or like you said, it's like, well, and because there's so much prep to take yeah. them anywhere too. So I know. Oh my it's gosh. It's really got to be important to take. Yeah. I did have a date by myself at home the other night though. Does that count if I was home alone? I think so. I love to be home in the house by myself. Yeah. I Me had too. one of those Friday night, although I was doing work, but yeah, that was nice. Mm-hmm. Was really nice. I order takeout sometimes. Me too. I got sushi. I cranked up Chikoria on my Alexa and I poured myself a glass of wine and I just sat and was like, okay, I'm just going to enjoy this silence. For totally right counts. Yeah. Totally counts. You're not allowed to do laundry and stuff. That doesn't, no, that is not I did allowed. not do that. No. I actually edited pictures that I had taken a week before. So it was like my therapy. I think that's fine. Okay. Okay. Good. I give you a pass on that. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, it was really nice yeah. though. Being in the house by yourself is a, my husband has done this for me a bunch of times. He'll like on a Sunday afternoon, it's a really good time for him to do that. And he'll just take them to do something for a couple hours Mm -hmm. with the intention of me being able to be in the house. Yep. Just to like, oh yeah, like watch um, some kind of Lifetime movie Um, or especially around Christmas. I watch those constantly. Like I watch them. Gosh, they're so predictable. I love the but, terrible ones on Netflix that they have now. Oh, yes. So yes. good. I know. I know. So he's like, uh, if you if you need to watch one of your, no, Hallmark movies. That's what they are. It's not Lifetime. It's the Hallmark movies. Like, if you need a Hallmark movie, maybe, you know, I'll take them. We'll go do something. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes, <sighs> please. Well, this is, now I just need to go plan my second date with myself. I can't, well, you're going to have to tell me what you do. Cause yeah, we I'm could even find help something good. other, you could, we could even have some kind of, I should do an Instagram challenge for this actually, so that we can get ideas from each yes. other too. And when then this podcast goes live, we'll do one on the enlightened one too. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I would think that's a great idea. Cause mamas all need. Mamas need dates. Mamas so need dates. Yeah. So I like to end this podcast with words of encouragement for anyone out there who might need some quiet time or is just having a really stressful day. What are your words of wisdom to end on? My words of wisdom. Oh, let me think about this. I want it to be good. I think just that no matter what, you always have an opportunity to for a do-over. We love do-overs in our house and we, I encourage do-overs at any time and that you do get to choose how you respond to things and, and what you can even do in your daily life. And I think that's so important to know that you have that choice and that you are once were and will always be your own person. So remember that and find those little, even tiny things that are just what makes you happy and you feel alive and you in your flow and keep doing them. Keep putting them in.
Thank you for listening to the Enlightened Podcast, a movement that empowers mindful motherhood and celebrates every journey. If you would like to be part of our community of amazing and soulful women, find us on Instagram at Enlightenedhood. For real motherhood stories and inspirational articles, you can check us out online at enlightenedhood.com. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, review, and share this podcast. Until next time, you mindful mamas.